0: Well, hello and welcome. I'm Rachel, and once again, this is Punching Up, which is a podcast about figuring out how to essentially trick recruiters into giving you an actual chance. Typically, you know, people don't apply for jobs that they don't think that they can do. The problem is that there is a human being between you and your first interview. We'll probably talk about interviewing in the future, and I'll give you some recruiter pet peeve, hiring manager pet peeve, some things that like some obvious and little changes you could make that will probably make the outcome a lot better. But I don't know. I read somewhere that if you submit 100 resumes for 100 jobs, you're only gonna get callbacks on about seven of that 100, which is horrifyingly low. Um, So let's work on getting to the point where your resume would be in that seven a lot more often. So today I have uh, for, you know, for purposes of privacy, we're going to call you Claudia. Claudia sent in her resume and um, she is applying for an accounts payable position and actually pretty well paid. It looks like it'd be a real bump up from the money that she's making right now. Um, so Claudia, thanks for sending your resume over. I was able to look over it. Um, a lot of good stuff in here, a lot of stuff that I could actually use. Um, and a lot of stuff that is just kind of bleh. Um, so we'll kind of walk through it. I did make you a copy of your updated resume, which is what I'm going to go over. So I'll talk about the changes that I think will put you in a better position for this AP role. So if I'm looking, um, okay, so here's the first thing, here's the first problem. Uh, Not only is this a two page resume, which I really, really, really recommend. It does not matter if you have 400 years of job experience. Nobody is going to sit and read the book of you. They're not that interested in you. So get it to a one sheet. A resume is a marketing document. It's a one sheet about you and what makes you hireable for this role. It should not be two pages. Uh, But beyond that, really, the second problem is um, this is a Word doc. And while most recruiters working do have Word, you know, they have... Microsoft suite and they can certainly open it the fact that in indeed you have to download it and then open it as we've said before seven seconds that's how long you get with a recruiter's eyeballs you do yourself significant harm when they have to go through any additional steps to read your resume so the fact that i had to download this and then open it um, i can tell you right now a lot of recruiters that's just going to go right into their discard bin. Um, so you have good stuff here. It looks like right now you're at a casino and you're doing auditing work. Um, and then before that, it looks like you did some customer service, cashier, stock worker work. It looks like for one month, you were project coordinator. Um, and then you have a really long, like a seven year job history. and company as a warehouse coordinator. And then before that you were administrative assistant. And it looks like before that you were an administrative service manager. Um, okay. So uh, honestly, I'm looking through and I see accounts receivable. I see payroll. I see order processing. I see, um, accounts payable auditing. Um, Yep. vendor relationships, I see um, Oh, auditing again, accounts payable again. Um, so this is what I would consider a strong enough resume to get you that first interview. The problem is it's all jumbled up and buried. So for instance um, the statement So you said you're results oriented logistics professional with 20 plus years of experience in leading, customer service, shipping coordination, and office administration. Strong leader, excellent in training staff and delegating daily assignments to meet and exceed business objectives, successful in fielding phone calls, and facilitating cross-departmental collaborations. Um, So that's good. That would be great if this was a logistics job or a warehouse job, which I know you've done before, but the problem is this. Reads as a generic resume, the one resume you have that you submit to every opportunity. We've kind of talked about before, yes, it is more work, but it is really, really important that you submit the strongest resume possible for the job you're applying for. So I'm looking at this first sentence logistics professional with 20 plus years of experience. Stop right there. Um, this isn't a logistics professional job. So you need to lead with something about accounts payable because that's what this job is. Um, 20 plus years of experience. um, I'm gonna warn you and kind of just in general, don't do anything that ages you. Your experience will speak for itself. Clearly you have years of employment, years of experience in these roles. Don't put 20 plus years. You're just inviting a recruiter with ill will to kind of strike against you. And whether it's conscious or unconscious bias, you know, in the end, it doesn't matter. It would just end up with your resume in the discard pile. So really try not to do anything numerical. Like if you're high school, you know, if you're writing when you graduated from high school or college, don't put the year that you graduated. Um, So I would take those out right away. Um, strong leader, excellent in training staff and delegating. Um, so this is a bottom of the rung position. It would not call for your leadership abilities. It would not call for you to train staff and you certainly wouldn't be delegating because things are going to be delegated to you. So these don't belong in this specific resume. And then uh facility facilitating cross department collaborations. That's a good one. So, um, what I did for you, because you have a lot of experience, I actually, um, I took out your, um, your summary statement. And I just went down to the bottom where you had your core competencies, um, kind of the same problem again. So the first core competency you have is shipping coordination, office administration, bills of lading. Data entry, phone management, customer service, freight shipping, office, process improvement, team leadership, staff training. And again, um, the problem here is you forgot to write accounts payable and that's the job you're going after. So, you know, that just any of that stuff makes it harder for that recruiter to envision you in that role. We want it to be really obvious that you could absolutely do an AP role because you've actually done roles that were elevated from that but these core competencies and um, that summary statement are not going to get you there so i rewrote it for you i did i liked core competencies, so i left that at the top and i rewrote it for you Uh, and what i actually did was i clicked the link to the job posting you were actually applying for and this is kind of a, a trick for everyone um i just yanked things from that so um I looked at the job description and it has essential job functions and requirements. So I just lifted a couple from there because I want indeed when its algorithm is ripping through your resume, I want it to ping back to this recruiter as you have a lot of the skills that they're looking for. And the easiest way to do that really companies give you a cheat sheet because they put their requirements, their job functions, they put those in the resume. They also put their preferred, so i tried to pull a little bit from there so really i just copy and paste it directly from their job description because you want to lie to the machine you want to get the algorithm to pay attention to you um so word for word i wrote core competencies experience in fast-paced high volume ap strong written and neural communication skills ability to manage multiple projects simultaneously Strong organizational skills, experience in QuickBooks, Excel, and Outlook. And honestly, I yanked those directly from their job description. And the hilarious thing is, if you use this and you get through to an interview, I have never, ever met a hiring manager that looks at these and is like, oh my God, they must have copy and pasted. Really, they get warm and fuzzies because they're like, oh my God, this person is so like what we're looking for. You know, like, look, I, I need all of these. This is great. Um, again, lie to the machine. Like you can do this job. I've looked through what you wrote on your resume. Like you're well qualified. If not the horrid word I hate to use, overqualified for this role. You can get this. Your resume just doesn't speak clearly enough to your AP experience. So core competencies. Hopefully that paragraph enough will get you a mesh in um, Indeed. But beyond that, Um, when I look through this the first time, okay, so something that sticks out to me is you have one, two, three, four, five, six bullets for your first job listed, which actually you've only been in in August. So this is the end of February when we're filling this or recording this. Um, so in six months, this is, this is what, what you're leading with a six month job. Um, so really... A good rule of thumb is um, unless you're overinflating what you do, most jobs in the world, you can probably get into three bullets, maybe four, maybe be cautious with four, Um, but rule of thumb really, try to get it down to the three most important things that you did and try to match them, not to that job. That job's over, you don't want that job anymore. The job you want to get. So, um, I looked at your one, two, three, four, five, six, six bullets, and I got them down to three responsible for entering daily revenue information into journal entry format for general ledger upload, because you'll be working with the GL as an AP professional gathering and reconcile revenue and other financial statistical information for all revenue departments, utilizing various accounting system reports. So that was mentioned in the job description that you would have to do a lot of cross-pollination with other departments so I think it's important to demonstrate you're doing that now. Research, investigate, correct financial data variances and discrepancies, producing audited and unaudited reports for each department. So again, tying into the reporting qualifications that you're going to have to have for this AP role. Um, you will be auditing in this role and you'll also be researching, investigating and reconciling. So I thought all that stuff was good. The rest of it, I just left out. Um, The other thing I did was I changed revenue auditor to just straight up auditor. So for Indeed and really for um, careers in general, you really just want to have the simplest, most common, most known job title. So it doesn't matter if um, like... In HR right now, there's a lot of like chief people officers, but when you go and you apply for another job, you want to use chief human resource officer. So it kind of works the same way in other uh, avenues as well. Like use the thing that people clearly have a vision and understanding of what that role was. So I changed that to auditor. Everybody knows what an auditor does. Um, and then actually I got rid of your next two jobs because they're hurting you a lot more than they're helping you because you were at a grocery store, uh, for one month as a cashier. And then you were at an, a like home improvement store as a project coordinator for one month. So, um, those really just like lead to more questions and answers. And because they're not pertinent to the role that you're trying to get, I would just eliminate them altogether. Honestly, nobody's going to be like, oh, you worked for a home improvement company, Um, great. Now, you know, that's really the tipping point. It really just invites a lot of questions about why you kept two jobs for only one month. And here's the really interesting thing is that um, your next job, the the one before these two one month assignments, you had for seven years. And it's interesting because in a recruiter's mind, two one-month jobs actually cancel out one seven-year job. So um, do yourself a favor, get rid of those. Nobody cares what you're doing for literally three months of 2021. Just get rid of them entirely. And that's what I did on your resume. Um, and then we have like another kind of weird problem with this. Um, so it took me a couple times of reading this. And remember, I'm reading this in order to critique it and rewrite it. A recruiter is reading this to eliminate you. Like, believe me when I say recruiters, when they are looking at your resume, are looking for more reasons to discount you than to count you in. Um, so it took me a couple of times of reading this to figure out what you actually meant by the next two that you have here is that you worked for the same company in two different roles. And that is great, but like you're burying the lead because I looked at this and I was like, oh, cool, A seven year history in one company. But it's actually longer than that because what it looks like when you just look at this is that from July 2014 to November 2020, you were at one company. And then from August 2008 to July 2014, you're at a different company under a different title and you just forgot to write the company name. But actually what you meant was you worked for this same company from August 2008 to 11, 2020. So literally 12 years at a company, which right now with all these recruiters and all these hiring managers just bitching and moaning about how everybody is a flake, you know, a 12 year job history is great. Um, You really want to highlight that. So what I did for you, because again, you have, um, you know, way too many bullets, six, seven. Yeah, Um, (laughs) just a ton of bullets we don't need those and honestly you barely believe i was at this company for 12 years and i was promoted successfully and you know remained at that job for a good long while so i um what i like to do is you know when you get promoted you should really highlight that so i turned it into a company name coordinator, which is your most recent job, uh, get rid of warehouse, because this is not a warehouse job that you are looking to do. You have to show recruiters that you can do the job. You want them to see you in the role you're trying to get. So eliminate words like warehouse, where they are going to immediately think, well, this isn't a warehouse job. Why would she be able to do this? Um, So I changed it to coordinator, comma, promoted from administrative assistant that tells us you're a promotable employee. And then honestly, of those nine bullets that are there, here are the ones that I kept for you. Uh, Responsible for serving as a liaison between customer service sales representatives, vendors and office personnel to promote communications and productivity towards business goals. Reducing logistic expenses 12% by managing vendor expenses, negotiating quotes for required work, reducing office supplies expense and monitoring utility use. Completing accounts payable, conducting internal audits, processing, billing, and distributing mail. This says, without a doubt, I can do an accounts payable role because I did it from August 2008 to November 2020. So super, super recently. This isn't even like 15 years ago. She did some AP work. This is literally within the last two years. Um, okay. And then the next one... Uh, the next one, which I, I always like to have three, I'd like to be balanced. So three, three most recent jobs, three bullet points per job. So nine total. Um, but the weird thing is to do that. Like if I get rid of your brief stint in grocery stores, um, the next one is it says administrative service manager but there's no company listed. So I'm not sure if that's part of this other one, but I don't think it is. So I I would like you to include it. And I would like you actually, um, to put the time that you were there because no matter how, like, let's say you were only there a month or whatever, um, you know, your next job more than makes up for that. It's a weird thing. Like, um, Your two dinky jobs will wash out seven years, but um, if you can stay seven years and then the job before that was sort of short term, people naturally are like, you know, well, we've all kind of had that job where we dip in and it's horrible. Clearly they have staying power because their next job proves that. It's a weird uh, chronology thing with recruiters. But anyway, so I really need you to list what company that was because in this Buried on the second page job is actually that you process weekly payroll um, and that you did AR, which is great. So, um, and again, you were promoted because your last bullet point on this one, previous roles of company included receptionist, AR clerk, customer service representative, billing coordinator, which is again, why I think it wasn't a short-term job because that's one, two, three, four jobs that you had before this one. Um, so again, you want to mention that you're promoted. So I did administrative services manager promoted from receptionist, A&R clerk, billing coordinator. I left off customer service because again, this is not a customer service role and we want them to think of you as an office worker, primarily not a warehouse worker, not a customer service worker, an office worker, because that is what AP is. Um, so please put your when and when, when you get this. And then, um, so I bulleted it as process weekly payroll, monitor the ordering process, credits, billing from all departments, um, financial records, supervised completion of all monthly county reports and monthly activities for corporate slash division offices. So that's, that's all good stuff. That's all in line with AP. This, I think would get to an interview. Um, education I put at the very bottom your high school graduate that's all they require from this. They say they would love a uh, what is it, uh, associate's degree in accounting preferred, but a lot of AP professionals actually do not have that. AP is often something that gets shoved on someone and they just kind of take a liking to it, so didn't need to worry about that. Um, but yeah. So I got rid of a lot of your stuff, kind of stripped it down, but I think you would go in a lot stronger um, with this. Again, you have a 12 year job on this resume that is like unheard of. Um, It's really the gold standard. I don't see why any recruiter are doing this wouldn't at least give you a phone call to find out a little bit more about why ap because that's kind of the only thing that is missing is like in your career trajectory it looks like you've done a lot of admin and stuff like that so they're probably going to want to know outside of money which i know you told me is like the main reason um you know what makes you want to take what could be perceived as a step backwards although monetarily of course it would be a big jump from where you are now anyway um i hope you enjoyed i hope that uh your feelings weren't hurt i don't know i i I doubt that um i would want to know everything i was doing that was keeping me from getting uh interviews because i feel like for most of us once we get the interview we're in pretty good shape for getting the job it's really just getting to the interview And, you know, recruiters are picky and recruiters can be obnoxious and um, they're looking for reasons to keep you out. And the way that this kind of generic resume you gave to me is, um, I just see way too many things that would keep you out. You have to highlight the thing you want to do. You have to kind of slough off the pieces that don't relate to the job you're trying to get. Like if you were a clown in the circus you probably wouldn't put it on your resume forever if you were trying to get an ap job right because it's just too unrelated none of these are quite clowns, but i think the uh, analogy still stands you want to kind of put your best foot forward and really like recruiters aren't very imaginative so you don't want them to have to use their imagination a lot to see you in the role you want to kind of give everything to them so that it's super obvious to them And I mean, I'm not knocking recruiters either. It's a really hard job. And most of my friends in the entire world are recruiters. So I love you guys to death, but like we really kind of can be picky bitches sometimes. I know it's because we're trying to give things to the hiring manager that they'll be excited about, but you know, you have looked at a resume with spelling errors and discounted it even though they have oodles of experience. Uh, We're all kind of guilty of that. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I hope you were able to get something out of this, Claudia. And as always, um, I'll post the edited version in the show notes. And if you would like me to look at your resume, I'd be happy to send it to, um, I got an email address specifically for this. It's rachelfixmyresume at gmail.com. I'm happy to look it over. I'm happy to help you lie to the machine, trick some recruiters, and get the job that you're interested in.